International. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. As cuddly as a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. Welcome! Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! Happy Holidays! Happy Boxing Day! <laughs> it is uh, Avery and Adam's Christmas Committee. The podcast. Woo! That's Bernie. Bur- that's that's you Bernie. You guys know Bernie, our producer. <laughs> Chiming in. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, we'll thank, lo- thank you. He just lowered some levels. <laughs> oh, welcome. Yes, this is uh, this is the twenty sixth episode. Twenty sixth. Twenty sixth annual episode of Avery and Adam's Christmas. I used Committee. to be twenty six. Dang, that was a time. <laughs> I remember when I remember being twenty three and thinking that twenty six was so mature. Yeah, and now I'm almost thirty and I am a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've regressed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> twenty six was my uh, mature peak. I'm going backwards <laughs> Shit, now. That's uh, yeah, are you? I, do, I I both. Yeah, I do the Benjamin Button backward, forwards and backwards. I get a little older and then I go back to being younger. Are you going to introduce me or should I just start talking? No, oh. I'm going to introduce you. Oh, okay. No, keep I just was like, do I do I chime in or? Oh, you can. Yeah, we're you yeah. We're not one of those weird podcasts where we don't let you talk until we tell the you. Only, the you only are. rule is we can't bring it up, so we have to start the podcast over. Oh um, <laughs> shit! Okay, fuck. No, there are no rules here. It's just right. <laughs> That's the slogan. Of Avery uh, and Adam's Christmas that's committee. That's not copywritten at all. <laughs> Wait, hey. that's 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 Bernie. Outback Steakhouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I knew it was a, I knew it was a chain restaurant. I wanted to make sure it was Outback. I went before I say what the next thing I was going to say when is. Remember of Montreal sold Grandlandic Edit to hey. them? Bernie, chill. Our producer has some notes for us. Yeah, well, he just wants us to introduce our guest. <laughs> it's Kath Barbadora. Hey! Hi, hey. Kath. Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you for, for having me. <laughs> it's good to be here. Um, this is my first time meeting your producer, Bernie, and I'm in love with him. Oh, he's yeah. wonderful. Uh, not so good at sound levels, not so good at uh, cutting. His, but... pa- his paws can't really deal with all the knobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we haven't he's really worked around. Have very we, have, good we haven't dexterity. really figured out a good way to get him to actually use the audio. <laughs> software but uh, we're gonna figure it out yeah i mean i don't know how good he is at his job but he really has just a really winning personality Look, he's a quick yeah. learner uh he does what he can and, and there's just a quality of sound you get when you work with bernie that's that, true um, yeah you can't get that you don't get else. with yeah you don't go with most dogs it's yeah, true he's like the george martin of podcasts. <laughs> wait the, the george the martin beatles guy uh, is that is oh, okay? Were you thinking Game of Thrones guy? No, I just didn't George R. R. George Martin. Mar- he was the producer. He was okay. the producer. I did not know that name. Was that is that is he the He's sixth old. Beatle? Is that that guy? No. That's Pete Best. That's yeah. Pete Best. Okay. That's Wait, fifth Beatle. The fifth Beatle. Yeah. Is there are there more? <laughs> Wait, is thought- it like? The, then there's the yeah, sixth yeah. and the well, seventh yeah, and the eighth yeah, yeah, yeah. Beatle. Harry Nielsen it's, is the sixth. He's the American Beatle. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> right. 2019. There are now 72 Beatles. Yeah, and they're ranked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's you have the four and then you yeah. have fifth, sixth through seventh. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the three roadies for Paul McCartney right now are the 70, 71st, and 72nd <laughs> yeah. and Beatle. And then there's Wings. Where does uh, where and do the members Wings? <laughs> where do the members of the Ringo Starr All Star Band fall? They're not included. They're the roadies. They're, they're nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
But traveling Wilburys count. <laughs> okay, yeah, they're all Beatles for sure. Man, no, I love I thought, the traveling Wilburys. Yeah. Me too. So good. Yeah, no, I thought the fifth Beatle was the was George Martin, the producer. But I guess not. Uh, Pete yeah. Best was the original drummer. Yeah. Right, I know that. I thought that he there wasn't. Was also I thought they were like, never never was a Beatle. They he's like tried to erase his Wikipedia, and the <laughs> Wikipedia wasn't a thing back then, so it was really tricky. Yeah. Well, Billy Preston. Huh? Wait. He's another Beatle. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, who's, who's Billy Preston? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Gonna, oh, okay. Uh, wait, for the Beatles? Yeah, he played all like he played like most of the piano parts and the keyboard parts. And they didn't they didn't make him a, an official guy. He's I mean he's Man. pretty he's pretty well known as a as a member. That's like I don't, yeah, but it's Sorry, like guys. you got to be one of the main <laughs> I didn't four. To, it just popped <laughs> in my head. I was like, there's somebody else. There's got to be. You can't be on Mount Rushmore in spirit. Like it's, <laughs> you got to make him a guy. <laughs> <laughs> what like that episode of Seinfeld where uh, Elaine is flirting with that guy while Kramer tries to lie to her therapist about being her lover, <laughs> and she's like, uh, he's like, I knew I've seen your face before, and she's like, oh me. Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Mount Rushmore. Replace, <laughs> replace Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> and the guy's like, <laughs> good lie, very good lie, very good flirting, Elaine. <laughs> uh, uh, oh God, I I just finished that abducted in playing site. I say finished because I started watching it and I it, fell right, asleep. Cass? Yeah, I didn't it's bullshit. I mean, I like. Did it just make you so mad? <laughs> it made me mad, but I was also like. This is just like about like a, a really fucked up family with a lot of problems. Yeah. And I feel weird that it's like a documentary. Yeah. It's like this should be like you should all be going to therapy together. Like uh-huh, not- there's some unaddressed shit here even beyond yeah. like yeah. them being know, naive. I want to know at what point the people making this documentary knew what they were making. Like yeah. did they I know- think the whole time. How? D- yeah. Okay, They're so trying that, to capitalize on how like truly disturbed the psyche of this family. It's yeah, and it's like for this family, it's really sad. And yeah, it's like the it's one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Here's, here's it's a thing. crazy story. Here's the thing: some of the things they do are I I started laughing. Uh, because they were so incredibly dumb. And then uh, something will happen where you go, oh, this was a horrific crime. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I feel like the, the documentary is trying to just be like, listen to this crazy story. Isn't it like amazing how naive people used to be about this kind of stuff? But it's like, that's There's part of it. There's deep-seated stuff going on. Yeah. It's not, it's not naivete. It's like they, yeah. were, I they think- were overlooking things purposely to like hide their... Like hide their own like, like shame and shame weirdness and not, and not have to deal with it. Yeah, I like I think it's like it's it's beyond like a was, weird oh anomalous God. thing. Oh it's God. like you are these people are mentally ill. Yeah, okay. how they let him come around again. Yeah, okay. Like what the fuck? <laughs> my are, my, my dad and all of my Italian uncles would have like slit that guy's throat. Yeah, absolutely. And left him in an alley and been like, "What's done is done." <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, not like, uh, oh, well, we just yeah. we decided to go on another picnic. And <laughs> we just really missed the family. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, we took care of your space alien problem. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be coming down to visit anymore. Let's <laughs> say so you won't be seeing any cows getting abducted anytime soon. Gabish. Gabish. Gabush. I've been calling my friend Andy a Goomba. <laughs> Very offensive. Here it is. Goomba's allowed. Isn't Goomba just a little guy from Mario? 
It's it's he's it's named after an Italian racial slur. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always thought it it's just fine. sounded yeah. like an Italian. But the racial Goomba slur. in the Mario is very dignified. Because I character. also call him like <laughs> I also call him like a mook, <laughs> like all sorts of other things. Half of Italian. You're allowed. You're like, Italian. Yeah, I know. It seems like <laughs> half of Italian words are just sounds you make when your stone falls into water. Gobble oh, <laughs> goop. <laughs> 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 Okay. It's okay. I'm a quarter Irish. There's plenty of material there if you guys yeah. want to go for it. <laughs> not I'm not <really>. offended. Uh, <laughs> Making uh, fun of Italians is like one of the last uh, bigotries we have left yeah, that are allowed. We gotta hold on to it. Yeah, let's. We got. We gotta. We gotta enjoy those simple pleasures while we still can. <laughs> the only acceptable form of racism. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, towards Italians and Irish and Polish people. Yeah. See that? Okay, the that's Polish the thing. Ones, Polish, Polish one, one is pretty. Uh, the know, Polish man. one, it, to me, it says more about the people making the jo- Not that, I mean, yeah. racist jokes do that too. But <laughs> but to me, it's like it, the only people who talk about Polish people are like Midwestern people. Yeah, you Polak. Yeah, like, <laughs> who are like a thousand years old. Yeah. Are, yeah, and who are all... Uh, like they are all t- like everybody between everybody who was born between Nebraska and Ohio is twenty five percent Polish. It's yeah. just yeah. part of it. And then now, every- and every- they love to tell Polish jokes. Yeah, I think because they want to tell black jokes, but they know mm. we cannot. We'll I will say fired. this though, like because you said like the last acceptable forms of racism are making fun of Irish people and Italian people. I- I'm gonna speak for my people here. You Irish get so fucking sensitive. Uh, yeah. Italians take it on the chin. Like, we yeah. think it's great. Irish people are like, well, we were slaves too. And it's like, shut the <laughs> no, fuck you up. Fucking I, were. Yeah. I, like, they get such a <laughs> servitude. Read a fucking book. <laughs> they just, I feel like Irish people are much more likely to get like a little bit like sour about it. Whereas oh, like, yeah. Italians are like, bring it on. Like, what did you on. say about my mother? <laughs> I mean, only the true warriors go for the slave card, but that's true. Uh, <laughs> but I have like yelled, fuck you from outside of a fenced in St. Patrick's Day bar party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we, I know what we're going to do. Uh, we used to uh, like to start the show by having our guest uh, share a nice Christmas memory. Yes, Kathy, start you have, the show. Start the show. <laughs> we're starting. 20 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> we're only 12. I started recording long before we okay. <laughs> started the show. I don't know what time is. <laughs> um... So, I, 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 I'm a big fan of Christmas, um, obviously, and uh, I think one of my favorite Christmas memories is from when I was a kid, and um, I have a little brother. He's like four years younger than me. He was probably five or six at the time. I was, t- you know, nine or ten, and um, he, you know, we come down the stairs Christmas morning, very excited, open, start opening presents. And uh, this is on film. My parents still have this uh, as a home movie. My brother um, opening a present and it's a book and he looks at it and he goes, a book? I hate books. And he throws it across the room (laughs) and storms out. (laughs) (laughs) And my parents are like, my parents are very, uh, they're like nerds. They're like very intellectual people. So it was like extra good that it's like, oh, our son hates books. Cool. <laughs> my favorite Christmas That's memories. That's not a good sign, honey. Yeah. <laughs> my it was very funny. Christmas memories people share with us are of like bratty rejections of yeah, presents. Yeah. The They're so yeah. funny. <laughs> it is like there's there's something so funny about being like inc- like that ungrateful. Yeah. Like that somebody it's like and it's like 
the more like effort that has gone into the gift, the funnier it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny. It's especially funny I because I knit the- this sweater for you, and you're like, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> this is itchy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that child has like no concept of like the work of gratitude to, to yeah. earn like the money <laughs> yeah. to get that toy it's coming from purely uh, the, it's like the only thing I know is selfishness yeah <laughs> so it's I like must... great I know that was like a purely honest yeah. reaction <laughs> awesome <laughs> wonderful right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that's rules. my that's my wonderful christmas memory <laughs> the other thing uh that i love about christmas is that um my so my parents like my family's house hosts christmas for the extended family uh-huh. and have pretty much like since i was born like they've done a bunch they always do christmas there and my mom is an amazing cook and she makes a huge uh standing rib roast with cool. a uh, pink and green peppercorn mustard butter crust Whoa. and it is the best smell That's i smell every year nuts it's so good that sounds incredible awesome. yeah it's like it's very special yeah. i look forward to that more than i look forward to like gifts or yeah. like anything like that it's like i get to eat a really really awesome prime rib tonight yeah <laughs> like oh, very excited that, yeah that's how i feel that's how i feel my favorite part about christmas is the meal like when it's uh when i go home uh, it's just my family so it's just like six people and my dad always cooks like steak plus either he's usually does crab legs but in, oh. year, in other years we he's done crab legs this year at jackson's family uh in some years he's done lobster tails nice. whoa uh, fancy yeah i've never had a lobster tail really yeah have you ever eaten any lobster at all i've had lobster and macaroni and cheese mm. but I've lobster's never had good lobster. i like crab more i like crab more than crab lobster. More. i think crab's too sweet also Weird. it's it's so difficult. Yeah, lobster. I love it, and it hurts your little hands. <laughs> <laughs> I have I love, my hands open. I love. <laughs> I don't like a. I, I'm I not always a big, come away bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of a crab leg, but I love a crab cake. Like yeah, if you've already got the lump, the best. crab okay. cakes rule. Crab cakes are the best. Like one of my favorite foods. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Jackson and I are we're making anything else. We're making like tacos or something, and I'm like, you want to get a couple crab cakes? <laughs> 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 we go to HEV because they're like three dollars each yeah. for these giant crab cakes, and we'll just buy yeah. two crab cakes <laughs> and just eat those while we're making real dinner. I have a hundred percent done that before. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's the crab cakes com- are great. Lo- yeah. Lobster though, like I I don't know. I'm a snob because I grew up in New England. England, but like yeah. a fresh lobster like if you eat it like right on the beach yeah it's that it's, sounds awesome it's really yeah it's good. jackson's favorite food and what, he would what, get a, what a snob <laughs> well, yeah. would, his parents what a little would, rich boy well, he would just like he, that's what he would get for his birthday oh so like he they wouldn't ever have it right except for his birthday uh. but they wouldn't go to like they'd go to like papa Do's to all you can eat lobster and mm. one time he ate 11 lobsters lobster and he threw them all of course <laughs> that's way too many lobsters that's a lot of lobster that's the funniest story ever to did me. you know like lobster actually is not that bad for you it's like actually very nutritious except that you dip it in butter yeah right, right. and that's what makes it like I, not yeah, good I, for you. I always assume seafood is very healthy yeah it's very high protein lots uh, of fatty acids yeah there's not a lot of omega-3s ba- hey there's not a lot of like fatty seafoods like oysters is really it yeah i yeah. mean like oysters are fatty i think so it's probably Maybe. all the salt seafood has like kind of a lot of cholesterol in it oh, oh yeah. so like that it's not great for you like shrimp has like cholesterol but, but like, like fish yeah, and I stuff love it's shrimp. Good for you. Okay, yeah 
I love shrimp. I love shrimp so much. They're still good for you. On Facebook, it says, when you look at my career, it says stand-up comedian at I Love Shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) Do you watch The Good Place? (laughs) I haven't seen it yet. There's like a running joke in The Good Place that... um, Kristen Bell's character is like a maniac for shrimp. Like you can just like get her to do anything if there's shrimp. shrimp. Yeah. That's me, man. <laughs> it's very good. It's just like a recurring like a- occasional thing of like that bitch loves shrimp. <laughs> it's I mean shrimp rules. Yeah. I love seafood, man. Yeah. It's great. Crab cakes crab cakes I realize they are the savory goodness of seafood. In the snacky convenience of a muffin. Yeah. That's one of the perfect food. <laughs> Speaking I've of. I've never eaten a crab cake with my hands before. Dude. Oh, you haven't? No. No, Ro- I have. Should I? I? like a biscuit. <laughs> Rhode <laughs> Island? <laughs> Rhode Island has one of my favorite s- snacky seafood things, which is a clam fritter. Have you ever yeah. had a clam fritter? No. What is it's, this? Okay. So you know like a beignet? Okay, yeah. Imagine a savory beignet with chopped up clams in oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like a so fucking good. Like a, like a, like a kolache, but a clam. Yeah, it's not even... <laughs> a clam watchy. The ones in it's Rhode Island are... It's not dough like that. It's like oh, a yeah, airy yeah. fried... It's like oh, a donut. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like a savory donut. So it's not even It's not even like a hush puppy. It's like flour. So it's really light and airy, but it tastes like clams. It's yeah. so good. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I love them. That sounds good. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like... <laughs> Delicious, savory seafood, and you eat it with your hands, like in out of a greasy, like paper tub. Yeah, I it's love very clam good. Strips, like love a clam, clam strip. strips. Woo. Love a clam strip. I love a ramelade. Yeah, anything you can dip a ramelade into. Love it. Woo. Very, very Rainy into it. Mustard, little old bay in that bitch. <laughs> I like a little clam and a little boiled milk. Uh, <laughs> yum yum yum. Yum yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what clam chowder basically is. That is pretty much what clam chowder is. <laughs> Scalded milk. Scalded milk, like, baby. <laughs> I, I like clam chowder, okay, but again, as an Italian, there's something about like the rule in Italian food is that you don't mix, mix dairy and, and seafood. Yeah. Oh, so okay. like, I'm very opposed to like lobster cheese, mac. I, yeah. Or, like, yeah, I don't like cheese on seafood, really. Cheese I see on I a, say that, on but a then like. sandwich or something, it's yeah. so fucked up. But like lobster mac, like it like melts into it. It's yeah. not very mm-hmm. like. Well, you and can't that's really the thing tell. is like, I say that as like, oh, I don't like like dairy and seafood together, but it's yeah. like, I like clam chowder. I like remoulade. Like, yeah. I guess remoulade isn't dairy, be but. more dairy. Because like with a mac and cheese or a clam chowder, it's mostly the milk or the cheese. Yeah. yeah, but like I like some Parmesan on my linguine and clams, you know. Yeah. So. But that's mostly linguine. <laughs> yeah. What about scampi? I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be. You can't yeah. have. A, I can't have a lot of seafood with a little bit of dairy. Yeah. I, think that I guess work, so. Maybe. All right. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm working on. What's it. a tuna melt though? See, that tuna See, melt is uh, fucked up to me. Yeah, that's okay. what I don't like. That, that throws. Okay, that throws the with whole thing. Peas. <laughs> yeah, tuna melt. No, thank you. Yeah, that's some real. I don't know. That's some real where Adam's from shit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say I made myself a tuna melt two weeks ago. <laughs> and it was good as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, it is time for the naughty and nice list. It is. <gasps> yes. <laughs> You sounded sad. I thought you were going to do your song and you just go, it is. I could do a song. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not too late. It's never too late for a song. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I decided against it. Sometimes when you're bad, <laughs> you get put on a list. Sometimes when you're good, you get put on one, too. The only difference is 
the presents that you get. You can get coal or you can get something nice that's meant for you. Yay! Yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> I like they just started singing sometimes when we yeah. touch. <laughs> that's sometimes exact- when you pay. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Mm, I've okay. done better. I'm excited um, about this naughty and nice list. Oh yeah, uh, if we I just got one, pick things in the world and put them on the list. Yeah, you can. Everything is either good or bad. There's no True. middle ground. No middle ground. <laughs> you <laughs> either get coal or you get presents. Yeah. No gray areas there is no moral ambiguity. <laughs> nope. Breaking Bad. Well, the show is bad. It's in the name. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, coal for you, Brian Cranston. <laughs> Okay, uh, on the nice list, I have uh, The Sopranos. I Yay! finally finished it. I finally you finished finally watching finished it for the first it. time. It was so good. The it ending is. was so good. Yeah. I can't believe it. Oh, I, I, know, I knew I had known how it's ended for 12 years. But it still and, doesn't prepare you. Yeah, and uh, and it was so well done. I yeah. was amazed at how... Uh, how it's sitting down for dinner, Meadow comes in, you're just like, what, what, what? <laughs> it's, it, it's become like a meme or like, you know, when it happened, everyone's like, what the heck? But like... When you watch the whole episode and the whole season building up to it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's the it's yeah. a great way to end that well, show. They, they t- I, I watch. I'm one of those people that watches like a lot of YouTube videos about the things that I love. Sure. And so I've watched like hours and hours of analyzing. Yeah. The Sopranos on YouTube, and they're like there is a lot of like foreshadowing. Yeah. Like Tony says, like probably like ten times throughout the entire series, that like you don't know when it happens, you can't hear it or feel it when it happens, and so like you know that he gets shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they have that like scene, like in the second episode to the end, where, where it goes white. Yeah, somebody gets shot next to him. Yeah, and the sound drops. Out. Yeah, and the sound drops. And out. it's oh, like they get shot next to Sal, doesn't? Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he gets shot. And then, somebody gets shot next still. to Sal. I, Sorry, I haven't yeah. seen it in a, but it, a while. It, but like the way that it cuts to black, there's they also allude to like when uh when he's in a coma, yeah, and everything mm. goes white, yep, yeah. I don't know. It's a good show. It's, it's also the first show. time probably in ten years that uh, uh, Journeys Don't Stop Believing came on, and I didn't walk out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to remember. You have to place it in its context. Right, exactly. It was before yeah. it was like a thing. That that I think that maybe sh- maybe that show is what made that like the karaoke or like. Uh, drunk at a bar, drunk thirty-year-old singing along <laughs> bar song. Yeah, I've been really into uh, "You're Tearing Me Apart." That's a really good Journey song. Yeah, I don't know that one. I guess You're tearing me apart every every day. Yeah. Tearing me, me apart. apart. That one. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Journey yeah. has some really good songs. He was a great singer. Very I, dynamic. Don't, don't stop believing. It probably was a good song. It was a good song. <laughs> I can't. I can't hear it now. But <laughs> <laughs> egos has poisoned me. I like uh, um, when the lights go the down in the city. city. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, do you want to do a naughty list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do a naughty list. Um, okay. Uh, there is a comic in town. Okay. Uh-huh. Who told me or told somebody I know that Gary Goldman he thinks is a hack. All wow. because he toured with Dane Cook. Back Are in, like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> That's for, his, okay. For doing tourgasm. Okay. <laughs> First of all. If you think Gary Goldman is a hack, you should quit comedy. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's, if you're like a regular person who doesn't like Gary Goldman, like, fine, you're allowed uh-huh. to have your opinion. But if you're a comic and you don't like Gary Goldman, mm-hmm. you're just wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, like, 
the best comic. Like, <laughs> I, he's not yeah. my favorite, but like, if you just watch him, it's like this is like technically perfect comedy. Yeah. You cannot say this person yeah. is a hack. And he's like, so fuck kind. you. He gives all he's those, the like, nicest writing dude. Tips. Yeah. And he's like the nicest ever. Can I t- share a quick story yes. about Gary yes, Goldman? Um, so uh, I'm about to brag when I had to go to Canada for a festival. <laughs> um, I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. Oh, you did Crom in 2017. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't supposed to tell anyone, or I'd get kicked out. Mm-hmm. And I was doing practice sets at Cap for like three weeks, which is like really hard to keep a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Gary Goldman's manager was asked, like, he asked Gary, like, "Hey, there's uh, this comic, and she's got to practice for this thing, and um, but don't tell." anybody and when I walked in there were like 20 comics all standing around Gary like getting advice and he goes hey Avery congrats on Jim <laughs> <laughs> like two weeks before I was supposed to go Gary what? I, like, I was like threw up and like Chandy was standing there and she just goes ah! she's the manager and she like grabbed both of us and was like what do we do what do we do like we all had to I had to go out and talk she made me her and Margie made me go out and personally talk to every single person that heard and say like hey please don't tell anyone or I'll get kicked out of this festival oh, no. and it's everything I've ever wanted and Everyone was like, no, we're not going to tell anybody. And then it just started to fucking spread. (laughs) And I was so scared. But it was all because sweet Gary Goldman was like, excited. Congratulations. What if you had gotten kicked off GFL and you were like, Gary Goldman? Yeah, and you had to hate Gary Goldman now? I just go live in a cave. You like (laughs) cut your palm and like draw Gary Goldman in your own blood. (laughs) That's like, so like, yeah, it's crazy to say Gary Goldman is a hack for any reason because like he's great. He's super nice. Like everybody likes him. And like, yeah. Who is this guy? I don't even know who you're talking about. His reasoning is toured with with Dane Cook. So So like. I think about like okay you don't have to Polly Shore I was just gonna say <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you don't have to say it out loud but think about the worst comic you've ever worked with <laughs> and like right. it's grim uh, it's really levy. bad Gary Goldman I'm kidding <laughs> Gary Goldman. I'll say it right now um, cash levy <laughs> I know I've had some like I mean I was just telling you uh and again, no disrespect to him. He was a very nice person. But like I featured for Jay from Jay and Silent Bob just telling mm. stories about yeah. working on a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. So like there's that's like the dumbest shit. And if, well, if, you're if Jay le- from Jay and Silent Bob was like, do you want to go on tour with me? I draw audiences. I'd be like, yes, yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah, of I'd course you're going to go with Dan Cook yeah. on a stadium tour. If you're a less famous comedian. <laughs> no, I you- don't want to perform at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're a less famous comedian, why would you not go with the much more famous comedian? Unless they're a rapist or a yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like. Uh, do you guys know Mike Racine? Yeah, he's. Well, uh, I don't know him by. He's know who a he's about. a sweet boy, but he opens for um. What's the fucking guy on SNL who sucks? The like very oh, white boy, bread. An, oh, Colin Jost. Yes, he like opens <laughs> for Colin Jost. Like Colin Jost like takes him on tour. Yeah, and like. I, you know, I don't want to <laughs> put words in his mouth, all but like across Long Island, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that like Mike Racine is probably not much of a fan, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you go with the dude who takes you. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. You go with somebody who can put you in front of more faces than you're ever in front of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Colin Joseph, if you hear this, I'm sure Mike Machine loves you. Don't fire him. Thank you. <laughs> also, I like the way you bounce jokes back to Michael Che. <laughs> <laughs> good good rapport you guys have. <laughs> uh, I got nothing nice to say. You're already listening. 
Let's do an ice right. list. Okay, sure. Well, this one ice. made me. I was reading oh, yeah. the lineup, or I was reading our outline earlier, and I almost choked to death. <laughs> okay, of this I'll explain. One. Okay, I'll explain this one. So, uh, our friend of the show, Chris Tellez, was recently. I heard him uh, recently <laughs> talking about how he's getting into Muse, and he's upset. <laughs> that, ab- that makes perfect fucking sense. And he's upset. I hope people listening to this know Chris, who Chris Tellez is, because <laughs> like Chris I can so imagine Chris Tellez being like, "Yeah, I'm really getting into Muse." <laughs> Absolutely. No, literally, like a it's month really ago good at Spider House. With Suey and listen to Muse. <laughs> literally, like a month ago at Spider House, he was like, "I'm getting really into Muse right now." Of course, Anyways, he was. Uh, he said a couple days ago, he's like, "I'm getting into Muse right now," and of course, all my friends tell me it fucking sucks. Well, you know what, Chris? Muse doesn't suck. I'm with you. <gasps> wow. <laughs> okay, let, me, let me rephrase that. No, it's Muse, okay. I'm, Muse, I'm just uh, happy Muse for you. Muse does suck, but they're so fun to listen to. Uh, I'm What's right with you, Muse Chris. What's a Muse song? Well, um, they will not destroy us. There's that they're one. all anthems. Yeah, they had that one song <laughs> at like, the London they Olympics. <laughs> um, they had that song like, time is running out, like in like 2004. They've had like some None hits. of these are ringing a bell. That's okay. sounds like this. Uh, they're basically Galaxy Brain, the band, uh, because okay. all their songs are, th- aren't they like kind of proggy? Yeah, very proggy. Okay. Uh, they're but it's all anthemic, like they're, like they're fucking. Most... Whoa, we're gonna do it. No one can fucking stop. Yeah, us. all right. Yeah, and it's uh, and the, all their songs are about how there's like one world order and uh, okay, the, the secret governments uh, <laughs> and it's like kind of like very basic like. First year of college, reading Howard Zinn revelations and mm. all their songs. Sweet, uh, but I will say this: you know what? They're kind of, they're uh, pioneers. Um, what uh, what was the name of their album in two thousand nine? It was The Resistance. Hey. That's right. They've been doing performative resistance for 10 years. Wow. Long before the real, the current crop of performative resistance. <laughs> impressive. People. Very yeah. impressive. They were literally right, performing please. The Resistance. Well, I guess they can be on the nice list. Yeah, they're on the nice list, baby. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, baby. (laughs) Uh, Who else is on the naughty list? Okay. Uh, Oh, uh, I I found this little tip. I'm just going to read you guys these three (laughs) things in a row. and tell me if you put together what I'm what I'm putting together. I'm pretty sure something's going on. Okay, so you know the Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska. Very Ben's cool, ass. Very cool guy. <laughs> yep. Very good, nice dude. Uh, love him. So so cool. Um, he has been pushing for uh, the Justice Department to reopen the Jeffrey Epstein like plea deal case. He's like one of the main guys pushing for this, which is like the o- the only good thing really. I think he's. It's ever very done. much that Onion article where it's like heartbreaking. The yeah. worst person you know just made a good point. Yeah, yeah. it's that. <laughs> Uh, he said, quote, the victims of Epstein's child sex trafficking ring deserve this investigation. Uh, so we all know, like, Epstein, like, got off on a very easy, yeah. light sentence, basically because of all his connections and all the Because of all the people on his pedophile yeah. plane. Yeah, yeah, and all the, yeah, all the blackmail he has on everybody. Yeah. And so he's, he's, in, he's like, he's like, um, uh. Uh, Geffen, David Geffen, like he, yeah. that's another guy with like yeah. he's like got a, w- a lot of weird shit going around because he has so much money and power. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Ben Sass tweeted uh, on February six. 
I've been getting some anonymous fortune cookies from an angry American, <laughs> and I think it's time to give props for creativity. He's like getting he's like getting fortune cookies mailed to him with like weird threatening messages. Are there cookies included or just a little slip? Yeah, um, that's important. It's, he says he's, he says he's been getting like the whole fortune. Do you think cookie. they're like that's intact? So bizarre. What? Do no, they're, they're intact totally or they're like crushed up totally in a powder. <laughs> or they're like in like a really really nice packaging. Like right. He boxed it up. It's like in a little globe. Like it's like a Rolex or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like this, an Invicta watch. <laughs> he took a picture of one. It says, "May the afterlife turn out to be a series of never-ending Fox News interviews." Weird. Yeah. So I think that Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile cobble is threatening <laughs> Ben Sass with fortune cookies, telling him to back off. Yeah. I think you're probably right. So I'm putting. Uh, yeah. You know what? I know nobody does this, but I'm putting uh, pedophiles on the naughty list Whoa! for, for threatening Ben Sass. That's why. That's why. That's the last straw. <laughs> no more. No more. No more. You're getting some coal, pedophiles. Um, <laughs> Man, I got a, I got a few more for the nice list. I want to get to. Uh, I want to. Okay. Uh, Ilan Omar, nice list. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, taking a taking a stand. <laughs> first of all, saying that APAC uh, gives uh, money to congressmen, which is like mostly true. Just it's a truth. Technically, not, it's technically not. Like that, people are loving to point out. Oh, they don't actually pay Congress. Right. It's like, okay, but we get it. Like you know what a lobbyist does. Like, They're yeah. lobbyists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she so she she's in she got in a little trouble because she tweeted a picture of Sinbad and it said Jews be lobbying or <laughs> yeah that's, that's exactly what happened exactly. <laughs> and uh, frankly I don't think she did anything wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah. no she just tweeted that APEC like uh, is a lobby group basically and right. people got mad at her and they said that was anti-Semitism which is a load of horseshit. I mean, um, much Bernie sm- agrees. Much smarter yeah. people have explained why I don't think that I'm gonna I don't think I need to but uh, and then <gasps> hey. And then earlier this week, uh, she took one to fucking <coughs> Elliot Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just calling him out on his all of his various war crimes and the massacre at El Mazote. Uh, told him that she doesn't understand why she or any of the American people should trust a word he says. And then when he tried to respond, she said that wasn't a question. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Over ruled. and over again. <laughs> nice. Nope, that wasn't a question, actually. No. Wasn't looking for your input. Just needed to <laughs> say just, some stuff about you. She said, I reserve my right to my time. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Mr. Adams, in 1991, you pleaded guilty to two counts of withholding information from Congress regarding your involvement in the Iran-Kortra affair, for which you were later pardoned by President George H.W. Bush. I fail to understand uh, why members of this committee or the American people should find any testimony that you give uh, today to be truthful. If I can respond to that. Uh, um, It wasn't a question. I was on February, that was it not was that was not a question that was the, I I reserve the right I'm to my sorry. time it is not it is not right that was Everybody not a question can attack on February 8th who is not permitted to reply that that was not a question thank you for your participation respect <laughs> Uh, okay. Nice list. You're gonna get a big old present. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kat, did you have any you wanted to put on the naughty or nice? list? On the naughty or nice what? list? Um, let's see. Uh, 
I know I have some. I'm trying to think what's been what's been good for me this week. Um, I'd like to put Rosita's Al Pastor on East Riverside on the nice list. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. As I'm try that, I guess. The, it's good. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's, it's that's the little that's the little truck with the like the little seating area in the parking lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By yeah. the bingo hall. Yeah. Yeah. Is this like right across from Buzzmill, kind store. of, or yeah? Oh, okay. It's like right across from Buzzmill in the like next to Emo's kind of in the okay. strip mall with the bingo sure. hall. It's in yeah, front yeah. of the Dickies store. Yeah, yeah. It's by the Dickies store. Where Jared Hawley used to buy all his shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I go us, there Jared. every time I come to Austin, I um, take the bus from the airport to there because it goes right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And point. then I bring all my luggage to that taco truck <laughs> and I get tacos. Hello. Fill her up. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for the Big Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then I get a lift to wherever I'm staying, and uh, it's always the fucking best. It's so good. Um, so definitely putting that on the nice list. Um, I'd uh, let's see. I'd like to put Bernie on the naughty list for being crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's like a horse right now. Bernie is being nuts. <laughs> he's bucking like a horse. He's so nice to Avery and I, and then he bites Adam's knees. Yeah, he's been giving me sweet kisses. <laughs> Adam has walked away to give Bernie ice <laughs> to try to get him to calm Woo-hoo! down. How's that ice, yeah. bud? Uh, Bernie's relationship with me, there, uh, there's a lot of psychology <laughs> going on there. He's, he's throwing the ice up in the air and catching it. It's very cute. Uh, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> and he's about to, oh, he just knocked it off the deck. No, oh, Bernie, don't there. follow it. He just, he, yeah, I he, hope no, he didn't he kill looking. someone. We're on the third floor. <laughs> it's one, put in one ice, ice to the temple. <laughs> ice to the temple. Um, oh, man. Let's see. What else would I like to put on the naughty or nice list? Um... I had more. Now I can't think of anything. I'm sorry. That's okay. I really fucked up this Al podcast. Al is delicious. <laughs> Al Pastor is like definitely the big one. But do you do pineapple or no? Uh, this place doesn't do pineapple. Do like pineapple? they they put pineapple on the, on the thing, thing, but it yeah. doesn't go in your taco. Pineapple juice. It depends on on like the place. I don't like a super sweet. Yeah, Al Pastor. And I don't so like I, it. I don't like it when they grill it too, and it becomes more sweet and yeah. smushy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do like a like just a couple pieces of like very firm fresh sure. pineapple yeah or like a grated pineapple yeah. on it like a little a little bit in like a pico de gallo or well, something it's great I've never had grated I That'd be just mostly. like little diced mm-hmm. you know yeah, I want mm. mostly like onions and cilantro me too like I the pineapple is great because it gives it a little bit of sweetness and it also tenderizes it but yeah. I don't need like I don't want sweet pork yeah I also like it when they fucking throw that bitch on the comal like yeah get it a little crispy woo woo but Instead yeah, of just like slicing it off. You know? Rosita's has uh, they do homemade flour tortillas too. Oh, and they're tight. really good. Hell yes! Uh, it's like three tacos for. It used to be for five. I think it's for seven now. But it's like it'll fill you up like all day. Yeah. it's yeah. so good. That's why I love Cabo Bob so much. In house, I tortillas. love Cabo Bob. Not a Cabo Bob's fan. I Whoa. love it, man. I love the vibe. Here's I'm gonna <laughs> drop you something. I'm gonna drop something crazy on you guys okay. right now. I don't like burritos. I don't really like burritos All right, either. Well, I get that the makes tacos. It under, that makes it understandable that you don't like Cabo Bob's. I, I'm I glad can, I have some... Rice in a tortilla is too much. Yeah. It's too heavy. Yeah, it's too... And it's... Uh, I just don't like California, so... Also that. <laughs> not, a, not a fan. Uh, also, I'm racist. <laughs> well, let's throw that in there. Also, that's part of it. I think there's a flat earth. Uh, <laughs> Man, I've literally, like... I. I've lived portions of my life eat just eating tacos every day. <laughs> yeah, I always, every time I come to Austin, so I come to Austin to do Master Pancake, and it's like usually a, usually like a, a nine or ten day trip, because I do two weekends. Yeah. And uh, I try to keep track of how many tacos I eat while I'm here. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, I 
this trip I haven't been great. I've been like trying to watch what I eat, so I'm eating less. But like the last time I was here, I think I got up to like 21. Yeah. 21 to nice. 24. Yeah. Like I was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I like because I grew up in San Antonio and like especially like when I was in college, I would take the bus down to like on San Pedro, like uh, like outside of downtown and like, you know, you get breakfast tacos in the morning and then at lunch you're like, hey, guys, where you want to go? And you go to the Jalisco and you yep. eat some enchiladas or some mm. more tacos. And then at night, everyone, you're drunk and yeah. you're like, hey, what, what it's better? two in the morning. What should we do? Or you go to the taco truck next to Hard Bodies, the male strip club. Sure. Get a little cup of Did you know there used to be a male strip club in Austin? La Bear. La Bear. It's uh, uh, really? right it's, by South Congress and uh, like right that, when you come over the bridge. It's building that looks like it got like uh, transported through a wormhole from Miami. Yeah, it's like gray with pink writing on the side. Oh. Yeah, and, and like, it says and like, and like <laughs> dead palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> it's been vacant forever, yeah, but it's it like used to be prime a, real estate on Congress and Riverside. Is it just hard to keep one of those in business? I I don't know. I, I guess. don't think so, man. Not in Austin. <laughs> There's dude. a lot of bachelorette, the bachelorette parties. parties yeah. I think I think it's just whoever owns the building is fucking up. Yeah, uh, it's just like there are there are a few spots in town where I'm just like, what the fuck? Right. Like, why isn't something why here? Isn't something there. This is a kindly 79 year old man. He's like, well, I think I'm about to hang up the towel. We're going to close up shop for it's a good 52 years. Here at Hard bears. Or oh, no, no. My, other, my other business, the bookcase store. Yeah. It's been doing very well. I had a joke about the bookcase store for a while when I first moved here because I was just baffled as to what the like <laughs> I like looked inside once and was like it's just fucking bookcases that, and I was like Papa please why are we only selling bookcases people they don't know they don't need this many bookcases <laughs> we're so hungry that is like my father has sold a bookcase I like Avery I like that that was your just moved to Austin joke was about the bookcase store <laughs> that's like one of the craziest <laughs> things about living in New York is that there's like Stores that only sell one thing. That's crazy. Like, so many stores that just sell this one is thing. My marble store. Yeah, and then also like not only that, but like from Poland. Sometimes there'll be stores that only sell one thing, and they'll be all next to each other in one part of town. So it's like I need this like one really specific the district. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where you're like I just like re- I really need some beads, and it's like cool. Go to 34th Street between Madison and Park. It's all bead stores. Oh it's like what the fuck is this city? There's like a whole part of Your Chinatown district. that just sells restaurant supply it's equipment. Like all it's open. so weird. I like the picture that they all had the same idea at the same time and all opened on the same and day. Like, and they're like, damn it! Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so strange. Or it's like, oh, I need like a really specific light bulb. It's like, cool, go to Bowery. Like, it's so weird. Like, how is this economy light, supported? There was a light bulb store here, too. There was on Burn It. But it's closed. Oh, it did? Oh, yeah. It, it turned off. You'd think. <laughs> it blew out. <laughs> You'd what think if it, it caught fire and it burned out? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, the light bulb store burned no, out. I think some condo people bought it. Uh. You'd think if any town could uh, sustain like a like Edison bulb store, it would be fucking Austin. Yeah, like, Portland. I would all think. the fucking 
<laughs> bars that need that shit. Yeah, because every bar is that. Easy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I never thought about just like hanging the bulb from one cord. I never thought about lighting a bar in the laziest way you can. Right. <laughs> it's minimalist. Like they, 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 they hung all of those light bulbs at the ballroom, at Spider House Ballroom for Brian Gar's special, and then just and never took them down. <laughs> and now half of them are just out. Out. Yeah. out. <laughs> well, fuck that place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. We shot um cuz yeah, they hung them up for Gar special and then we would shoot those stand-up things for yeah. uh TV at that place and like we got so much B-roll of like trendy Edison bulbs just like <laughs> when nothing was going on just like shooting B-roll of bulbs going in and out of focus. I very, think that's my stupid. favorite credit is just my stupid voice at the beginning of Gar's special. <laughs> Brian Gar. <laughs> that's a like, good credit. Yeah. <laughs> if you know me, you're like, yeah. oh, that fucking voice. <laughs> and other people are like, is that Sponge? SpongeBob <laughs> Wow. Brian got SpongeBob to open a special. <laughs> Tom Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they got the Mr. Show guy. Wow, they got Tom Kenny to fucking. <laughs> he's somebody I would like to meet. Oh, he's like... the funniest in the world. Kenzie Matthews, <laughs> the prop comic. He's like, you always get that one basket with a wheel that's like, whoa, 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 where am I going? <laughs> I would be like Bob he, and David are like riff man riff. <laughs> He's somebody who like that. I feel like most people. It's like okay, I can like respect your art. I don't need you to be like a great person as long as you're yeah. not like a monster. Like it's fine. But if Tom Kenny wasn't like the nicest dude, I would be so mad. Yeah, he's SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking SpongeBob, man. Yeah. If you're if he's a dick, I'm like I'm quitting. You mm. saying F is for friends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just like the, if that if that were the case, it would be just the trope of the person who's like nice in front of the camera, and uh, uh, that as soon as the as soon as the, like the, the sh- as soon the sh- as the director calls cut, they're like, "All right, where's my fucking right. latte?" I like the shithead in the mascot costume, <laughs> like the guy in the Chuck E. Cheese costume that's like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Yeah. Get out of my fucking way, kid. Yeah, Tom, Tom Kenny would just be bad Santa. Oh, <laughs> don't tell me that. No, I want to believe he's, he's nice. nice. It's probably nice. I, I bet he's a nice, probably nice because everybody wants to work with him. Yeah, so, that's probably a good sign that he's in a good. He's a good guy. Uh, I got one more for the nice list. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's the sketch group with Joe McAdam and Chris Stevens. They do a lot of really good videos. Uh, yeah, what's it called again? It's called but. But, but B- right. B U T T. But I saw something they did the other day. It was very funny. Uh, was it the uh, like pe- the kids' pizza place where they yeah. shrink the kids? <laughs> <laughs> they shrink the kids. <laughs> they shrink, yeah, they shrink the kids down to <laughs> microscopic size and they have let them have fun in their tiny pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> it's you very save, silly. You save so much money on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they'd say they compare themselves to the other uh, kids' pizza places that shrink kids down, but those places uh, grow your kid back to normal size when they leave, and ours and this one doesn't. This one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> nice list for them, for nice sure. Nice list. All right. I don't have any. Oh, that's it. Oh, I would like to put Danny Palumbo on the nice list. Okay. For uh, his Instagram story the other day, which was just him saying bulgogi in a Pittsburgh accent, and it made me really happy. <laughs> I read the tweet about that and could hear him saying yeah. it, and I'm sad that I missed the story. I can't do a good Pittsburgh accent, so I, I can't. can't it's like, bulgogi. <laughs> bulgogi. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like they're trying to slide it under a door. <laughs> <laughs> bulgogi. 
it's like yeah because it sounds like pierogi so it's yeah. like bulgogi i don't know it was really good it made me laugh a lot shout out to shout out to him he's on um, the nice list uh i got one thing for the naughty list and okay. it is these dang allergies Oh yeah, I Can just we re- just get out of here already. <laughs> it's These no allergens good. could just blow off. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of Claritin. My nose itches. Dude, dude, my <laughs> eyes are watering because the door's open. Oh, I can know it's okay. I'm like, I'm like pouring snot. <laughs> it's really bad. Like I've only been here, so uh, I was super I sick in New York I've before I came sick here. All like I've been sick like what like three times yeah. <laughs> in the past two months. I just wake up in the morning and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick for like two weeks before I came here in New York and it sucked. And then I got here and I was like, oh, I'm finally better. Like, oh, I'm in Austin. And then like two days in, I was like, oh, right. Uh, cedar yeah. pollen. Fuck this place. Yeah. It's right, awful. Stupid yeah. fucking trees that smell delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever get cedar fever. I get real fucked up around like March. Yeah. Or April. Yeah, April. Just for really like spring month. pollen yeah. allergies. I've done like half of my FPIA sets with one contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I gotta sign up for FPIA. Oh yeah, I do too. Do you? I don't know why. Do you? <laughs> think long and hard, babies. I have been. <laughs> no, yeah, you should do it. You can't lose. Nothing to lose. Also, nothing it's fun because like except for the money that you put. In. <laughs> the fifteen dollars. I mean, yeah. you get a free drink. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a fifteen dollar drink. It's pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> for New- that's like regular New York price. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I was talking about this with someone the other day, but just like. Everyone, so I don't know if people listening, FBI is the annual contest in Austin, the stand-up comedy contest, and it makes everyone fucking insane yeah. every year. The crazy, like, people go nuts. Insane. Mm-hmm. It's starting already. Like, <laughs> yeah. people, like, this week has been a very tumultuous week for uh-huh. the Austin comedy scene, and I feel like it's because it's, like, contest We're season fever. Up. Yeah. We're gearing the, up. The FBIA, it's had its, it's had, it, like, uh, its own version of, like, a birther controversy when it's like, is this person really living in Austin Yeah. Right people Check cheat. Check zip code. Check their zip code. <laughs> That's Cedar Park, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> people totally cheat. Who do you think's going to win this year? Uh, is there, like, a... a you. You got to win, Avery. Me? I think you. I'd love to win. <laughs> I'm Ooh. so broke. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Give me that three grand, bitch. Yeah. Mama needs a new beater to drive to Houston with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else are my the careers going nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are the who are the front runners? I have I have no idea who it even would be. Yeah. Enzo. <laughs> and so again, they're like, they're like the last one didn't count. What? <laughs> who won last year? Mendoza, right? You got you to defend Mendoza. your title. Mendoza, yeah. Um, I don't know, Karina. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Karina's probably you or Karina. I hope Karina wins. She's she's funnier than me. Um, I I disagree with that. I think you are both equally funny, and you would both you. be equally deserving. Thank you. I just want a lady's face on that wall. That's true. She well, because we had she's <laughs> a little more deserving because right now she's doing really funny material about her like extremely invasive bottom surgery. Yeah. So yeah. like she yeah. went through like physical pain. Yeah. yeah. So she deserves. I'm talking yeah. about the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is funnier? This like very vital, important trans yeah, yeah. voice or the. the the Eagles, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or my new Shirley yeah, yeah. Temple impression. Yeah. 
Let me put it this way. It, it'll depend on how many <laughs> denim jackets the judges own. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It could go either way. No, my new impression of Shirley Temple trying to buy cigarettes. Please do it. Very mild. Please, mister. I really, really need them. I'm addicted to them. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> and then I do a little tap dance. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, Kath, you host a really fun podcast uh, that I listen to all the time called Light, Cheat, and Steel. I do. Uh, Pat's Royce is also With Pat's co- Royce. Yeah, Ugh. wonderful show. I actually uh, guest hosted one of the episodes yeah. way early on. Back uh, in the day. Yeah, I said, uh, a lot. It happens. <laughs> Look, we've all come a long way in our podcasting journey. Oh, I for sure. Go, I and definitely when I nose. edit this, I won't <laughs> get mad at myself for saying uh, a thousand times. Nope, don't, won't do that. Uh, anyways, I, I thought a uh, fun thing to do would be to look up some uh, Christmas scams, Ooh. Christmas cons. Okay. Uh, so the first thing I want to do, I want to read this little article from the Better Business Bureau. Good place to about, go for cons. Yeah, scams. about scam Christmas and holiday related scams to watch out for. Okay. And I, I want to know. I want to know if you have any uh, if you have any familiarity with any of these. Um, first one uh, they list is lookalike websites. Uh, consumers will see an increase in uh, the number of email alerts announcing deals, gifts, and sales. So it's basically you get a spam email, and, and it's it says like this, Best Buy dot ca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you click it, and you get sent to like a phishing websites. That um, reminds me. I'm sorry. Can I interrupt for one second? Yes, I learned this the other interrupt. day. You know Bitly, like to shorten links. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so bit it's bit.ly, mm-hmm. right? And I was talking on uh, to one of my other podcast co-hosts because we were trying to we were like making. A, I was like, oh, just make a Bitly. He's like, oh, you can't use Bitly anymore because they're bad. And I was like, why are they bad? And he's like, well, dot ly is Libya, and it's like their biggest like their biggest domain name and like Libya the go- Libyan government makes money off of Bitly yeah. Wild. Yeah. so you're like supporting like an yeah, oppressive yeah. regime with like open oh slave markets God. yeah so Bitly supports open slave markets oh my God. and uh, yeah. you can't use it so <laughs> well, thank that's you what, that's, what, that's how they got Gaddafi is we use Bitly too much yeah 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 uh, they, they tracked him down yeah Hyper- that's what he that palace the big yeah. Gaddafi palace, uh-huh. yeah. funded by Bitly, Bitly. baby. Yeah, that's a Bitly palace. Yeah, uh, so don't like, use Bitly. <laughs> yeah, more like badly. Um, uh, next so one. yeah, fake websites. Tiny URL is run by Hitler's niece. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's one. It's called uh, Social Media Gift Exchange. Purchasing one gift and receiving several in return may sound like a harmless way to give and receive presents, but this seasonal scam is a pyramid scheme. It absolutely illegal. is. I've never heard of this. You've never heard? Okay, so I, like, pyramid schemes are, like, a side interest of mine, like, Mm -hmm. the downstream from, like, general scams. Oh, yeah, uh, my brother and I worked a summer job, and one of our coworkers, like, definitely almost got my brother into one. What one was it? Was it Amway? It was, was, yeah, it was something under the Amway umbrella. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, the, the way that these are often promoted is they're called they're usually called like a like a gifting circle or like a hope Mm. circle or something like that and it's like you want to get to the middle of the circle and like every if you get three people you move further into the middle of the circle it's always shapes yeah it's always shapes (laughs) but like so it's like if you think about the circle it's really just a pyramid viewed from the top (laughs) (laughs) 
Because it's still like, okay, the person in the middle is the highest one, and then all the people are below them. (laughs) So it's like pretty much the same thing. But yeah, it's basically like you want to get to the middle of the circle, and then like everyone gives you $500 or whatever Uh it is. And it's, it's like it sounds great, but when you do the math, you realize like, oh... If if every person who did this got to the middle of the circle, we would be out of people in the world in like mm. three turns. Like yeah. There, yeah. Would be, there would have to be like 10 billion people involved in this in order for this to work. Mm. And then like all of those people wouldn't get to, you know, like so, yeah. the, so it, it's just a scam. It's just yeah. a scam. And it's oh, like yeah. the first person who invents it is the one who gets all the money yeah. and then you're fucked. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've heard of Bob's that. Burgers episode about the about <laughs> Linda g- selling oils. <laughs> no. <laughs> that kicks ass. Yeah, just selling essential oils for a pyramid scheme. Oh, that rules! She like, falls in love with like the charismatic girl that like it works for, but it doesn't work for anybody else because they're all like old and weird, oh my God. and no one wants to buy tea tree oil from them. <laughs> that rules. It's we like, did a whole lie cheat steal episode about one of those essential oil companies. Yeah, they're crazy. It was like one of the funniest. Ep- and her sister, like, I'll Linda's, have to watch that. Linda's sister is like one of my favorite. Characters. I'm excited, but I also Gail. am bummed because like I've definitely written a spec script about like people getting involved in a pyramid scheme yeah. and I was like well they already wow. did that so yeah. all right so, yeah so okay so they don't work because uh everybody wants to be at the top and there can only be one or so many people at the top uh so that's why pyramid schemes don't work and it's a good thing that our social structure isn't built around everyone who's supposed to aspire to be ceo of business right yeah it's bad and yeah pyramid schemes are like wildly exploitative and like a pyramid scheme like this is different than multi-level marketing because this pyramid scheme, there's no product. It's just like giving to... Yeah, yeah you have to come up with your own product, basically. Well, like with multi-level marketing, like with the essential oils or whatever, it's like your... It still has that structure, but mm-hmm. but theoretically, you're making you're supposed to be making most of your money from outside sales, like sales yeah. outside the the pyramid structure. But how you actually make money is by recruiting fi- people. recruiting people. Yeah. yeah, so it's like semi legal, but it's it's like allowed. Because they're still aware. They're, yeah, you're still there's still something, something you're selling. So yeah. like that's why that's legal, but like this the gifting scheme is illegal. Uh huh. Uh, next one is grandparent scams. <laughs> Just shifty old people, <laughs> yeah. like criminals. Oh, they, uh, it's not it, well. It's the opposite. Like, it's scammers targeting seniors, and they pose as grandchildren yeah. or uh, family members and claim they've I'm been in, in an accident, arrested, ho- arrested, arrested, <laughs> arrested, hospitalized, or some urgent issue. The circumstance often requires money to be sent immediately. So oh, they'll no. be like, "Hey, wire me some money. I got in a car accident. I'm at the hospital." They in just Louisiana. like email or something. What uh, they. They email like that, how do or they... they call and just pose as them? Wow. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy. Because how do you know what they sound like? Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. honey, oh. your stutter is cured. <laughs> yeah, it's from the accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my brain real hard. It got fixed. I don't know. Why me that tree grand, Granny? <laughs> um, temporary holiday jobs. Many businesses require a little extra sure. help with the holiday rush, but beware of fraudsters who attempt to glean personal information from applicants. To avoid this scam... You should always apply to the job in person and not, or, or, or go to the uh, go to the retailer's website. Don't follow links. Uh, be wary of anyone requiring you to hand over personal information over the phone or online. Mm. Uh, and be suspicious of any job that requires you to pay for equipment or software up front. Yeah, this, this remind, is- it reminds me of the. Uh, 
the episode of Peep Show where Mark has to like fund his own book. Yeah. <laughs> that like, yeah, Vanity Publishing is like a big one. I feel like this is like most of these are things where it's like, okay, I don't think these are definitely real things, but I don't think uh, people like our age who are like kind of savvy of mm-hmm. of stuff would necessarily fall for a lot of these. I feel like this one people we know would fall for because like, you know, like I'm a freelancer mostly like we, I just kind of get gigs and stuff. And like sometimes someone just contacts you online and yeah. is like, hey, do you want to do this thing? And like you're like, yeah. So you they're like, OK, send me a W9 and you just like send somebody your social security yeah. number. It's like. I heard you were going to give me like 500 bucks. So here's all my information. Well, the thing is like legit jobs have so many hoops you have to jump through just to like apply that you're never surprised by anything really. You're never like, this seems weird because it all seems weird. Well, yeah, it all seems weird. And also like usually you're kind of desperate. So like, you're just like, oh, I have an opportunity. I need to pursue it. So especially if you're somebody who is going from like gig to gig, like people who work seasonal Mm -hmm. holiday jobs, like, Mm I feel like definitely I would fall for something like that if yeah. somebody, like you know, if I if I just wasn't paying attention, you know. Yeah, and you just end up in the movie Creep. Exactly. <laughs> God damn, I love that movie. It was good. It's did really you see good. The second one. I did. I like the second wild. one a lot. I that one. I was not sure what they were gonna do, and they just went, "Oh, let's do a completely different direction." Almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was really cool. cool. Um, e-cards. Christmas cards are sent out this time of year, and while some friends and family may be going high-tech by using e-cards, so are scammers. Um, no one uses e-cards Yeah, somebody, I've never. Yeah. That, that, that was like and, 2007. So if somebody sends you an e-card uh, and it says, hey, click here for your Christmas uh, uh, wish li- or Christmas greeting, and it's like, uh, not virus.exe, right. uh, don't click it. Good call, good call. Um... Uh, some spammers are sending fake shipping notifications saying, hey, you uh, hey, you uh, got a gift coming. Click here to track it. And then basically a lot of these are just like I would 100 percent fall for that. Oh, probably. Like, yeah. That there. Do you listen to the podcast Reply All? No. It? It's really good. Um, I like it a lot. It's like a it's like a podcast kind of about like the internet sort of. Yeah. Um, and they did a whole episode about phishing where like somebody, cause we all think of fish and it's like, who's an idiot who's going to fall for that stuff. And everybody, you know, these people work on a podcast about the internet. They're very like online savvy. And they did a thing where one of their reporters fished everybody in the company to see if anybody would fall for it. And like a ton of them did. Yeah. Like it's very easy to yeah. get your shit stolen. People are dumb. I would totally click a shipping note. I would be like, ooh, presents and like uh-huh. click it. And <laughs> like, I wonder what I got. Like I if you made it from the wet right website, if you're yeah. like, someone ordered something for you for you from Sephora, I'd be like, cool. And like yep. definitely click it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the most gullible person in the world. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I have to take people at their word because I, I just can't read that well. Like, <laughs> You're just li- a very trusting man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have. I, I either got to go all in on either. Nebraska. Everybody's. I either got to go. Everybody's a liar or everybody's telling the truth and being nice to me right now. <laughs> it's got. I can't. I can't. I can't well, be like. You sorry. can't parse. Yeah. yeah. Basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's just do a couple more. Here's one. Uh, letters from Santa. Many legitimate businesses offer personalized letters from Santa, but some copycat scammers are only looking to glean personal information from unsuspecting parents. That one's creepy. That's really, That's creepy. Weird. That's really I'm, creepy. I'm hoping they just mean like address or something and not like 
like, tell me about your child about age and height and yeah. will they fit in this box like what the fuck <laughs> like, what presents could I use to lure them into a van what like your, that kind of stuff child's length I mean height <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, alright here's another one puppy scams no uh, don't use puppies for evil while a year round issue puppy scams hurt families seeking to add a family member to the household for the holidays they're often difficult to avoid as cute pictures and good deals pull at the heartstrings and wallets uh, to prevent this fraud do an image shirt image search online of the photo given of your pets if multiple websites pop up it's probably a scam okay that makes sense mm, yeah yeah uh, know what prices to expect because if the cost seems too good to be true it probably is uh, search Better Business Bureau for accredited breeders. Um, how about you just uh, go to a uh, shelter? Yeah, just don't what? buy a dog from the internet, man. And then it says never pay using a money order. And don't wire somebody money for a dog. In, in, uh, have you guys seen Ocean's 8? Doesn't that guy get like, they like, like Rihanna hacks into this guy's thing using a puppy scam? I think, oh no, it is it is a puppy scam, but it's just pictures of cute puppies. Like it's no, it's not like a thing to buy. He grants her access with like this click just so he can look at puppies. Yeah. I was oh sitting God, there like, rules. wait, didn't I just see a puppy scam for the first time? Ocean's 8 was pretty good. I, I liked it. I liked it. I got like very high and went to see it by myself in the middle of the day was, at Union Square. Yeah, it was, was really fun. I was just smoking my pin on my couch the whole time. Jackson fell asleep like 20 minutes in and he was like, I was like, oh, yeah, you can fall asleep to the Lady Ocean. <laughs> it's nice. There's, like, a lot of pretty gowns, and everyone's, like, hot. And, yeah. And uh, there's a cool heist, and there's jewels. It's and it's good. funny that uh, Rihanna's a hacker. Yeah. <laughs> she's that, awesome. Yeah, I think it's super funny. She has, like, she, she's, like, really cool looking, and she's just smoking, like, the biggest blunt I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, she's always smoking blunts. Hacking. Yeah. Real good. Pulling puppy scams. As toxic as the behavior would have been, I thought it would have been really funny to see, like, Ocean's Eleven heads come out and be like, "Hey, you are tampering with the original. It is supposed yeah. to be men, like go, like the Ghostbusters people." Fucking, just, yeah, literally, and like <laughs> as nerdy and toxic as the Ghostbusters fans, but for the Ocean's series, somehow. <laughs> I love casinos. <laughs> I love George Clooney. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, I want to finish up uh, with. A little story from history. Okay. This was called <laughs> The Con Man Who Saved Christmas. A little story from That's history. like, I did, uh, I did the Lanolex Corporation the other night. Yeah. And Pat was like, Pat was like, uh, there are four men in your apartment. And I was like, do I know them? And he was like, yes. And I was like, from where? And he was like, history. <laughs> <laughs> Last so time much. I was hanging out listening to Lanalex, I got so I would, it blew my mind so hard yeah. I had to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting on the ground just so high and Glenn Rose and I were like messaging back and forth on Facebook like what the fuck? <laughs> and I just kind of like got up and left. Nice. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you gotta. You guys should listen to Lanalex. Yeah, it's very it's fun. Good, yeah. Uh, so tell me about this story from history. Sure. In 1913, a charismatic customs broker named John Duval Gluck Jr. Gluck! <laughs> founded the Santa Claus Association, a group responsible for answering Santa's mail in New York City. For 15 years, the association they received gifts and donations from New Yorkers. Gluck himself became a jazz age celebrity. Wow. But in 1927, he was exposed as a fraud. 
Okay. Okay, so... 19, it took till 1987? 1927. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> 1987, he was exposed as a fraud. Gluck, now 149 years old. <laughs> okay, so every year through the 19th and early 20th centuries, uh, mountains of Santa letters would end up at post offices all across America. Uh, and there was a change in the post office department policy in 1911. So these letters uh, started to be answered by charity groups who would be approved by the local postmaster. Fucking liars. Right. Charity group liars. <laughs> Don't uh, pretend to be Santa if you're not Santa. Not cool. Uh, I think. Well, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are liars, I guess. Um, <laughs> they're, they're literally Santa. Sorry. They're, they're, one of them was telling the truth. Okay. One of them was truthful. <laughs> um, but in New York City, they didn't. Ha- they had like a real. Uh, lack of these volunteer groups so most kids letters were not getting answered uh, Santa Claus is tardy saint read the front page of the sun a week before Christmas Eve male men disown Santa read the Tribune <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, no. two, two years went by with New York City's Santa letters ending up at the dead letter office. And as the days of December 1913 ticked away, it began to look like uh, Santa would again be a no-show. But on December 8th, New York City's postmaster Edward M. Morgan received a call about a clever customs broker with a carefully conceived system for receiving, verifying, and responding to children's Christmas wishes. Mm. He was disrupting the Santa letter response industry. <laughs> Despite the postmaster's workload, or perhaps because he had too much on his mind to take extra time vetting the man who had stepped forward to play Santa, he granted the man's request. New York City now had a Santa Claus. Another liar. Yeah, uh, but a double liar this time. Double liar! The customs broker turned Santa was John Duvall Gluck Jr., a bachelor with no children of his own. While Gluck's imagination and abundant energy added a sense of fancy to his day-to-day life, it also created restlessness in him. He read about about the change in the post office department policy and believed his fundraising program and work investigating customs claims provided him with the unique skills to manage Santa's mail. Uh, The Santa Claus Association worked as a bottom-up operation. New Yorkers of any means could take a letter or a hundred and personally see that the child would receive their gift. The donors did the real work. Gluck's Association just helped to connect them. So basically he would just act as a relay. He's a middleman for... For people who like actually want to give the wanted gifts to, to give the kids. presents. This okay. used to happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is to, news to me that yeah, they you, you could to, just write to Santa and actually get and actually stuff. get yeah. a gift. <laughs> what the fuck? I think it was supposed to be like need for needy children, I, like, sure. like toys for toss or something. Okay. But like um, you could pretty easily game the system, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it, this was like the early 1900s. You could lie about anything. Yeah. There was no way to check. No way to check. You don't have a LinkedIn. Um, Hell no. <laughs> uh, well, oh, you're, you say that you worked at uh, U.S. Bank uh, for three years and you were a manager. Okay. Who's your supervisor's name? Oh, he died last year of typhoid. Okay. We have to believe you. Yeah. I guess it's just true now. Like no one to check. Okay. Um, Donors from all walks of life contributed to the efforts. Volunteers from the city elite offered their time to help open, sort, and respond to the letters. Uh, A typical typical letter uh, received would go like, Dear Santa Claus, I'm a little girl, 11 years old. I have one one little brother and three little sisters beside myself. My papa is sick with rheumatism and cannot work. So, dear Santa, I am writing this letter to you. I hope, dear Santa, you will not forget us on Christmas. Oh. 
kind of like Oof. real desperate kids. Sure. The efficient business-centric approach of the Santa Claus Association helped it to answer the requests of 28,000 children wow. in the first year. And with their help, they cured that kid's dad's rheumatism. He <laughs> no longer has rheumatism. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is interesting. I feel like it seems like it's effective. So I'm interested to see what the yeah. scam comes in. Um, the year that the Santa Claus Association was launched was the same year that public Christmas tree celebrations began to catch on, with dozens of cities following New York's lead. Uh, following the success of the group's first year, the Santa Claus Association became an institution in early 20th century New York City. The group's work continued for another 15 years. Each year, Gluck's ambitions grew. He started branches of the Santa Claus Association Flying in other cities. Yeah, uh, Flying too close to the North Pole. He <laughs> tapped celebrities like John Barrymore and Mary Drew Pickford. Drew Barrymore's grandfather. Yeah. Right? Uh, to help and promote star the cause. of 20th century. And even, <laughs> a farce even, on a train. <laughs> he even announced plans for a grand Santa Claus building to be constructed in the middle of Manhattan. Wow. I don't think that ever got built. It would have been cool, though. Um, I've never been in New York. We can't tell. But. <laughs> we don't know that. As the number of answers let answered letters increased, so did Gluck's request for funds. Mm. First, he asked for a few dollars to cover all the two-cent stamps required. Then he began asking for hundreds of dollars to pay for the gifts, then hundreds of thousands of dollars to fund the construction of the Santa Claus building. As the association became a greater part of the holidays, few people asked questions about where these funds were all going. The patriotic passion of the Great War, followed by Jazz Age optimism, kept most New Yorkers in an idealistic, trusting mood. Eleven years into the group's operation, the Macy's department store launched its first parade, which would eventually become the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Sure. The Santa Claus Association's era was the period when Christmas became the extravagant, highly commercial event we celebrate today, and Gluck took full advantage. But not everyone was so easily excited. Bird S. Kohler, New York City's Commissioner Bird. of Public Welfare. Bird, Bird Luck. Bird Ass Kohler. <laughs> Bird Looking Ass Kohler. The Commissioner of Public Welfare made it his mission to clean up Gotham's unregulated charities. Tidy those up. He launched investigations into dozens of charities, and he shut down street soliciting and benefit block parties. And by 1927, he had Gluck in his sights. He demanded that Gluck provide him with Santa Claus Association's books. He resisted, uh -oh. but eventually was compelled to open up his workshop to city auditors. They found tens of thousands of dollars left unaccounted for, a raft of dubious fundraising practices, and no oversight of Gluck or his handling of the funds. And though the lack of documentation made it hard to convict Gluck of a crime, Kohler uh, found enough evidence to convince the postal inspector that Gluck could no longer be trusted with children's wishes. <laughs> <laughs> so like the reversal of a Christmas film's happy ending, the postman came to the Santa Claus Association and removed Santa's mail, Aww. stripping Gluck of his prized letters. Though the Santa Claus man would have gone to Miami soon after... <laughs> His Classic criminal on the run location. His efforts to answer Santa's mail have left a legacy of sorts. Santa's letters have not returned to the dead letter office. Today, they are answered by the U.S. Postal Service as part of its Operation Santa Claus program. It follows a similar scheme as Gluck devised, in which individuals can request letters and personally answer them with gifts. But Aww. now the effort is handled by a whole committee of postal employees rather than one imaginative customs broker. Man, that is a job. They nationalized Santa. Yeah, they did. Perfect. Wow. Wow. So Holy yeah, shit. that's that's a uh, Gluck. Man, Gluck. I feel like it's we like it seems altruistic to be like, yeah, I want to like help kids get 
what they want for Christmas and set up this system. But I feel like the first warning sign should have been that he didn't have any kids. Nor yeah. was he, he was just some guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah, no childless adult male cares that much about kids. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, or if they do, Except it's not in a good Santa. way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except for naughty list, uh, residents, pedophiles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Except for certain, uh, sandwich salesmen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened to him? Did they put him in jail or no, were they, they just, just like, made him they just had to, they just he had just to, went to Miami and they were like, all right, to, yeah, they enjoy Miami. Con, they couldn't convict him of any, they couldn't convict him of anything, but they could shut him down. It's, I mean, it's true that Miami does not extradite to the rest of the country. Yeah. That's where you go if you're into some crooked mm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. In, in 1927, Miami wasn't even in America, really. Exactly. It, it barely was, counted. It was Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> it was Cuba. <laughs> yeah. They had, they hadn't like built the full Florida land bridge yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was still an island. Just a swamp, really. Yeah. <laughs> Disney hadn't stepped in. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Um, that was it. Yeah. That's a Christmas pod. That yeah, is. Uh, thanks for having me on the Christmas pod. Thanks, thanks for, coming for coming on. on. It's very festive. It is festive. <laughs> Talked about crab legs. Yeah. <laughs> Talked about crab cakes. Crab cakes. Just Gluck. all crab stuff. <laughs> Gluck and bird. Yeah. Gluck and bird. <laughs> Starting uh, a new series on USA where they solve crimes. <laughs> where can we find you, Kath? Um, I am on Twitter at Kath Barbadoro, B-A-R-B-A-D-O-R-O. Um, I have three podcasts, which is too many. Um, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the aforementioned with Pat Royce. Uh, what a Time to Be Alive, which is a funny topical uh, news show that we do every week. It's uh, us counting down the top five things that make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. Um, and then I have Wrestlesplania, which is where I explain why pro wrestling is cool to my friend Rachel. So check those out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I do stand up sometimes. I'm lazy though, so not that much. That's but not, uh, it's on I Twitter. <laughs> look, uh, look, look for my dates on Twitter. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, thanks for coming on. Uh, did you want to leave with a Christmas wish before you go? Um, my Christmas wish is to cure my papa's rheumatism. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> I hope I'm sorry the best about your papa. For your papa. <laughs> if you have any tips on how to cure rheumatism, please email us at the Christmas Pod at Gmail. <laughs> Christmas Pod, <laughs> and follow us at the Christmas Pod on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Arabic on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm Avery Reed Moore. <laughs> You're Tiny Tim, actually. I'm Julia Child. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> that's the that's the Christmas pod. Thank Merry you guys. Christmas. Bye. Bye. Ding ding ling ding 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 ling. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. International. <laughs>